0: good evening how's everyone doing welcome to taking the mic episode i think we're on episode five already times are flying by here uh hope everyone had a good weekend it's hot out there hope everyone stayed cool um yeah this is uh this is dan strumka this is taking the mic um, you could find all of my stuff at www.danstremka.com, with acom uh, you'll find uh, the latest episode of taking the mic there and you will also um, see links to subscribe to the actual podcast on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, uh, Spotify, and Pandora. I think that completes the list. Also got a full um, full links on that website dedicated to my comedy covers, my lip sync voiceovers that I I do to my favorite comedy bits that I've really enjoyed doing during... Uh, the pandemic here. It's given me a good way to kill time. And I also, I post the uh, full video recordings of me recording the live, uh, taking the mic podcast, which you can watch live on Instagram live if you so choose. So um, where to start here? Uh, let's do our usual Biff Corona updates. Um that's separate. So, let's start with Biff. Uh, a couple interviews this week, we discussed the the woman, man, camera, person, uh, TV on the last one, and there was another interview in the last couple days that I actually just got finished watching for the second time, and it was a 20-minute interview of Biff with um, the president of Barstool Sports, Dave Portnoy. So... I don't know how many of you are familiar with his work. Um, he's a, you know, um, one of the most popular people in this country right now among young male adults, at least for sure. Uh, Dave Portnoy, that is. He's the founder of uh, Barstool Sports, which started 15 to 20 years ago as just a small, small operation just like this. And he uh, he worked his ass off, grew it into kind of a cult favorite in the last five or six years, and now he's kind of turned it into a media empire. So he's kind of broached outside the world of sports more into mainstream media now, and he had a sit down with, uh, with Biff, Donald Trump, right outside the Oval Office, which is, is pretty crazy considering where he came from, his roots. And I watched it twice, and here's my takeaways from it. He is able to disarm Trump a little bit. And from that, I mean, he, he takes the approach of I'm not on either side of the aisle. I'm apolitical. Uh, I don't really know exactly how I'm voting in the next election. And he also compliments Trump right off the beginning by, uh, <laughs> talking when Trump was on Ali G. I don't know if, if anybody's seen, I've done, I did the Alleg G, uh, cover of the ice cream glove when I, Ali G was selling the ice cream glove, and I, I posted that. You could actually see it on my website. But Donald Trump, not seen in the video that I did, was the first one he did that bit to, the, uh, the ice cream glove, and Trump sniffed it out as just as a joke and kind of walked out on it. And Portnoy, just the first thing he did was credit him for walking out of that. And Trump goes, you're the first person to ever give me credit for that. He goes, I, I sniffed that out. I sniffed him out like a fraud. And he kind of disarmed him right away. And so, back to my main takeaway from the interview: Trump was somewhat, somewhat likable in the interview. Um, he he does his usual stuff. He's definitely on the wrong side of the issues during the interview. Uh, they discuss the the protests, the kneeling during protests. Portnoy asks. If looting and rioting isn't the answer, why shouldn't athletes be able to peacefully take a knee and Trump just said, I I don't like that. I don't like them taking a knee. So, But for the most part, he gets him to admit some stuff I, I don't think that any media member has really gotten him to do so far because what I think a lot of media treat him as and Chris Wallace did it last week and it was effective and kind of showcasing his lies and just the fact that he he was saying things that had no base in proof uh, citing things from from reports that didn't exist but portnoy kind of just like took it upon like hey i've made these mistakes do you regret like doing this and this and this and he gets trump to admit that he's kind of an idiot on twitter sometimes and he's like you know there's there's some times i wish i didn't send out some of the shit i sent out and i was kind of like whoa Whoa breakthrough. Uh, he, he talks about how back in the day he used to write letters and you know when he went back and tried to send them out the next day he said maybe this wouldn't be a good idea. So there's this little bit of self-awareness that comes out during the interview that was a little surprising to me. Um, other the, other than that, th- there's nothing really to take away. I mean, if you want to watch it, you can if not. If you if you're dead set on hating the guy, that's fine. I think he's a complete asswipe too who's got our country in shambles, but you know, I mean, I still think he's hilarious. I'm never going to I'm never going to back down from that. If that dude had a late night show uh and he's playing an unintentional character, Biff, he's playing an unintentional character that that's not he doesn't he's not aware of how funny he's being, but he makes me laugh repeatedly on a level that not many people are able to do with some of the stuff that, that he says. So, um, Corona updates, U.S. still lagging well behind the rest of the civilized world, uh, in number of cases. We still, I believe each day are hitting all time highs in daily cases. And the death rate, you know, the media is probably not going to tell you the death rates down, but it is not down as much as it could be. If people were to just wear a mask again, seems to be the major issue throughout the whole thing is wearing a mask. And especially on days like today, I get it. If you're outside, wearing a mask could be a little uncomfortable. I've even done it a couple times when I've gone to the store right when I woke up and realized I hadn't brushed my teeth yet. And when you're wearing the mask and nowhere to go, I got to tell you, it gets, it gets pretty nasty in there. I uh, it, it helped me um, come to some realizations about my own hygiene when I've put that mask on a couple times. So I get it. But when the alternative is getting a ventilator stuffed down your throat and being in a ton of pain and very sick, I just I think the mask is the way to go. I really do. So let's just do it. Um, so yeah, the death rates are about uh, at a little over a thousand a day, I think nationwide, and they peaked above a little two, above two thousand a day. But this is still at an all time high for I think since end of May, beginning of June, when we were when we had just hit basically the full lockdown and kind of started to calm things down a bit so lots of work to be done i think Chicago's doing a really good job so that makes me happy that um i'm gonna have to i'll probably cut this episode a bit shorter than usual because i've decided i'm gonna do my first open mic on tuesday so i got to polish up some jokes i got to practice in front of a mirror a little bit maybe record myself a couple times on the phone which is always um it's just, it's it's hard. Again, I've already mentioned how hard it is to do it without actual crowd feedback and when you could only hear your own voice. I don't really love... I love his list, like hearing myself talk, but I don't love the sound of my own voice. I don't know. That's kind of a dichotomy that maybe doesn't make a whole lot of sense to anyone, but I stand by it. Um, oh, yeah, and, and the thing about the death rates with, with the pandemic, and, and this is the last thing I'll say on that, is if it were um, just the idiots who wouldn't behave. Like if it were a disease that someone could just catch and they'd be the ones in the hospital dying, I'd not only support your right to not wear a mask, I'd probably encourage it because that's, that's the greatest form of natural selection there is. It would help a lot with the earth's population problems, but that ain't how it's working. You are endangering others. Again, endangering others. So my, my fear is it's the, it's the young, stupid people that are saying, can't nothing happen to me. And then they're kind of killing off the most vulnerable. So the most vulnerable physically, not, um, from an intelligence standpoint. So if we could eliminate those least intelligent people, I think we'd all be better off, but that's, that's really not how it works. Um, and then protests, uh, that shit's continuing to get more and more scary and more and more out of control. Uh, so this is the last non-comedy part of of uh, the podcast this week. And it's just, again, along the, the lines of the secret police, military, unmarked uh, law, like not even law enforcement. I don't know who they're affiliated with. I don't know if they're National Guard. I don't know if they're just like private army troops that that Trump's hired out. But it's it's fucking terrifying. They're they're launching tear gas and rubber bullets into innocent like bystanders, protesters, veterans that are out there protesting. Uh, they're just they're they're dragging black people off the street who are uh, too, deemed too vocal um, or getting too close to them. They're not doing anything violent, and it's really really getting scary. And I the, the scariest thing that I, I saw over the weekend, was um, militia in the state of, I don't, don't quote me, I think it was Kentucky, but two private militia groups, one black, one white, squared off, and they were armed. This is non-military. You know, Militia is non-military. This is civilians armed with assault rifles, pistols, glocks, and they, they, there was a group of hundreds of each one black, one white, squaring off against each other. No shots were fired. And that—that that is, it's not going to end there. It's not going to be so lucky the next time that happens. There's going to be, mark my words, a mass shooting during this. There will be a mass shooting. It's the least surprising thing that I can predict right now. It's going to happen. There is a, a shooting in Texas with a, uh, civilian. Um, I don't know if they, they deemed who it was yet, killed one person, injured a few others. There's going to be a very, very large mass shooting and it could be two groups squaring off against each other. And it's going to be fucking mayhem and terrible. And I'm not going to call it a tragedy because it's the most predictable thing in the goddamn world right now. So done, done with that for the day. Um, Okay. Let's recap on two lighter subjects, and that is that it's come crunch time and stop time for this guy from a weight perspective. I had myself a bad, bad, bad eating weekend, and it's going to be the last for a while. And I'm taking it to the Taking the Mic crowd From an accountability standpoint i already am supposed to be doing an accountability text with my weights with a couple of my friends every friday but here it is live on the show i weighed in about an hour ago at 205.4 which is at an all-time high so i did my work during quarantine i ate i made sure i didn't starve to death I ate well. I supported local restaurants by ordering a lot of takeout. I did my part. I'm good. I I kept my community alive by eating shitty, and that's my justification. But now I got to hit the stage again, and my coming uh, to—is Jesus the right word for someone who doesn't believe in that? Coming to Jesus moment was when I met my friends out for dinner on Friday night, and— It was not exactly jean weather. I I should have been in shorts. But right now, I can't fit in any of my nicer shorts. Non-athletic, stretchy shorts, I can't fit in. So, um, yeah. That was was the moment where um, it became real. And I'm ready to do something about it. So, we're going to do Sunday weekly weigh-ins. And workout routines and fitness is going to become a little part of this show. So bear with me on that. But um, other than that, uh, let's let's talk about what got eaten. Um, Went to one of my favorite restaurants in the city of Chicago, Spacanopoli, which is a Neapolitan pizza place. And if you haven't had it, it's up in Ravenswood. That's uh, that's where I live right now. And it's um, it's my favorite pizza in the city. Um, it's not your deep dish or thin crust greasy. It's that hot brick oven, um, or wood, yeah, brick wood oven pizza that you cook at like a thousand degrees very thin crust. And they have like a diavola, which is so um, with like a spicy marinara sauce on it. And it's a little sweet. And then they got a pistachio cream sausage. Oh, I'm just getting... Okay, but no, diet tomorrow. I swear, diet tomorrow. I'm not going to talk about this. So I ate that. We got a couple desserts with the dinner, and then we went down the street to Margie's ice cream, and I got myself two big scoops of ice cream on a waffle cone, and midway through that, I was nauseous, but continued to go through it. So um, I wasn't the only one. Like, Like, we went out, it was a group of four of us, and we were all nauseous walking home. So, you know, it's not like I was, it's not like back in my alcohol days where I was the only one overdoing it. Um, I was kind of just joining in with the crowd, but then, you know, I went home for the weekend. My dad smoked a brisket, which was phenomenal. I still got leftovers for that tonight. That's going to be the last supper, no ice cream for this guy tonight. And then Jim five or six days this week, six, we're going to make it six. We're going to do another weigh in next Sunday and every subsequent Sunday after that. And we're going to get back in shape because you know, fat comedians are good. I don't. I don't think anyone wants to see up there someone up there being funny who's like in terrific shape, because part of comedy is being able to make fun of yourself, and when you're fat, it's easier to do that. But that's no excuse. So that's it. And the jeans these days that allow you to get away with that—they're kind of a godsend, but a curse at the same time. If you get um, those, like any kind of nicer new jeans, it's that almost stretch fabric and it allows you to I would say comfortably wear um two waist size below what you're actually at right now. So I could pr- fit pretty easily into my 32s right now, but as evidenced by my short experiment, there's no way I'm actually like I'm probably closer to a 34, maybe even pushing a 35 right now. So yeah, those jeans are those jeans are great. You never you never really grow out of them but um they i think they give you a little false sense of where you're at it's almost like uh yoga pants with with females i feel like they got a little similar thing going on there it's like they can they can do a lot of covering up for you if you're not doing all the work that you necessarily need. a little bit of deception that's all i'm saying i think females do it and i think i think this is males way of doing it with the jeans so um yeah let's start tomorrow and we're going to get updates on that but um, yeah, other than that, uh, I'm totally pumped. Um, I saw on the, my, the only reason I'm on Facebook, I have zero friends is because that's where all the open mics are posted for Chicago and a couple of them got posted. So it looks like one's happening on Tuesday. Um, and I think the name of the place is roses in Lincoln park. I haven't been to this one before, but yeah, I'm ready. I think uh, it's indoors, so it's going to need to be done in a mask. Speaking of uncomfortable things that you have to do in a mask, but you got to do it. Um, performing in a mask is, is probably something that will get a bit sweaty um, and have to deal with my own breath again, which, as mentioned, that's been the biggest downfall to wearing a mask for me is when you when you don't prepare yourself with uh, brushing your teeth or mouthwash, it can get, it can get pretty nasty under there. Um, and then, so hopefully, then and then, um, try and do, two, I got to do at least two more, uh, later in the week that I'm going to try and find, whether virtual or not, because I committed to a showcase audition a week from Tuesday. So that'll be like a five to six minute set. That'll hopefully get me my first paying gig. Um, so that's, that's ultimately why I decided to uh, choose this week because I saw a few more opening up and by me and there's going to be a show ca- showcase audition next week. So I definitely can't go into that uh, raw. Um, so we're probably going to take a little bit of a break from the TikToks this week and focus the next um, for the rest of tonight and tomorrow night on, on practicing for Tuesday night. I think I've got the the set that I want to do in um, rough draft form. So yeah, it's going to be all about polishing them, and I will I will video it. I will video it for the taking the mic crowd. So you're going to see it, bomb or success. I will post it on the website. I maybe even i'll i'll just try and uh do a small sample size and i plan on going live for another episode recording of taking the mic on wednesday night to recap how it went so maybe i'll uh we'll take a chance to listen in um for 3 or 4 minutes how it went um and i'll upload it directly onto the podcast so yeah i'm going to call it uh, a sunday night for this one um I got my whole apartment cleaned. I got my pans ready to go. I sharpened my knives. I'm ready for some healthy damn meals. And uh the ultimate goal weight is set at my fighting weight, which is one hundred and sixty eight pounds. That is yes, you did the math correctly, thirty-seven pounds away. I don't have a time frame on that, but it's gonna happen. We're gonna get there again and it starts tomorrow, and my apartment's clean, and I'm ready to eat, and I'm ready to write some jokes, and I'm ready to go back on stage, so, yeah, thanks for joining me tonight, Um, appreciate it, hope you guys have a great week, Uh, wish me luck for the Tuesday show, and I can't wait to talk to you about it on Wednesday night, so, This has been the Taking the Mic podcast. Again, catch me uh, at www.danstremka.com. It's at Dan underscore Stremka on Twitter. Same on Instagram, same on TikTok. Uh, Go check out some of my stuff on the website and subscribe to the podcast. I will talk to you on Wednesday night. Uh, Thanks again. Have a good one. Bye.